What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, and inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I am doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing amazing, as usual. We have six positive news stories. I'm really excited for mine. Hopefully everyone's excited to hear ours. Hopefully they uplift and help you build trust in the world around you. Tim, what do you got for your first positive news story? I'm going to talk about a man named Gabriel. So Gabriel, he's a shuttle driver, and he was on his uh, usual route along Highway 126 early Monday morning, and then he spotted a car crash that was just on fire. It was engulfed in flames over this embankment. Um, There was a young man and a young woman trapped inside screaming for help. So Gabriel, he goes over there. It's 2.15 in the morning. He's 43 years old, and in his head, he knew immediately this is a fight fight or flight moment, and immediately he knew it was a fight moment, so he just took off as fast as he could over there. And he said it's while he was running over there, he realized how hot it was getting and how dangerous this could be. He thought to himself, I could die at any moment, but if I get close enough to this car without it exploding, I'm going to do what I can. And he went straight in, and as soon as he got in, he saw the young female's face. He said it reminded him of his daughter. He has a young daughter. He knew Father's Day was coming up. He couldn't imagine losing losing his daughter around Father's Day, so he did everything he could. He was comforting her face while he was trying to get them out of the, the car. He eventually ended up getting both of them out of the car. They went to the hospital. They're actually okay. He said this was nothing like what the movie said it was going to be. It was painful, it was scary, it was something he never wants to experience again, but he also knew that he is—he has no idea why things worked out, but he's beyond blessed. There's a news article I'll share to the Facebook page so everybody can check it out and see how dangerous this actually was. No, 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 that was a pretty good news story, my man. Ran in there, that's a hell of a fire. Man, I wish we had a visual for the podcast, but you gotta use your imagination. <laughs> in time, in, in time. time. Do sabes. In time, I'll pick up that skill. But yeah, like... Amazing story, heroic moment, superhero moments with the positive truth by super people. Nice. What do you have for us, sir? So I have a theme today. I'm really excited about my theme. We often talk about the youth are awesome with the positive truth podcast, how great they are, how much they're giving back. But we usually don't talk about the people that paved the way. So all of my stories today are from people 95 and older. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm listening. So, so basically, well, I'm not 95 and older. Everyone's 65 and older. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my first one is about someone I had no idea about. Her name is Maureen Flavin. June 3rd, 1944. She was 21 years old. And she was working at a lighthouse. Now, there wasn't weather reports back then. You can't. You kind of just had to like look and see. It would still be 10, 15 years before meteorologists were really around with the sonar. And she was in Ireland, Black Sod, Comayo. And she was, the barometer at the remote weather station showed pressure was dropping rapidly. And so she knew that meant there's a big thunderstorm coming. So she was, she sent that to everyone on the Western Europe front. The reason that's important is because this is June 3rd, 1944. D-Day was scheduled for June 5th, June 5th, 1944. 
big turning point in World War II for the Allies. If they would have went on June 5th, the thunderstorm would have happened. They would have been successful. They probably would have lost. D-Day wouldn't have happened. It would have been a major, it wouldn't have been the big, like, tide changer in the war. Because of her weather report, they pushed it off to the 6th, and D-Day happened, and ended up pushing to let the Allies win. One lady, weather's forecast, changed history. She's still alive. Oh, wow! <laughs> and they just, the U.S. Senate just gave her props. I want to say shout out, do rags off to her. Maureen Flavin, true that, hero. You know how huge that is? Like, she predicted the weather and changed the, oh, and we've never heard about her. Hashtag, we have to do better. I'm glad we're giving her some credit now. That's what's up. For sure. Oh, that's huge. So, yeah. Shout out to Miss Flavin. Facts. Still looking great. Well, man, I can't match your 65 and older stories, so I'm going to give you a one-year-old story. I have the world's most premature baby. He was given 0% odds of survival. He just celebrated his first birthday, and his story is pretty awesome, man. Richard Scott Williams Hutchinson, um, he was born 131 days premature. The standard you know, period for babies is about 40 weeks, and he was tiny. He was weighing just 11.9 ounces. Um, he, again, they didn't think he was going to make it, but... The NICU is awesome. We've talked about the NICU multiple times in here. My experience with the NICU, my friend's experience with the NICU, and even this story with the NICU. These NICU nurses did everything they possibly could. Give them a raise. Man, more than a raise. These are the true heroes. Um, they, they did everything they possibly could. And on June 5th, 2021, this young man celebrated his first birthday, and he's doing better than ever. He went from a 0% chance of survival to celebrating his first birthday thanks to the wonders of science, the NICU nurses, and all of the doctors in healthcare. Absolutely amazing story. I actually read that one. Amazing. Dude, I, I'm beyond in love with NICU nurses. Every time I hear a story about NICU nurses, it brings a tear to my eye. They are just amazing. Ugh, they're the moms of the world. <laughs> Literally the moms of the world. So, before we get to our last few positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for the option of food that we have around us. Yep. Man, we are like... Spoiled. Beyond spoiled. And sometimes like I take it for granted a lot of the times. And I took it for granted this weekend and then I realized I can eat whatever I want, however I'm feeling, almost at any time of the day. I need to calm down and be appreciative. And just to piggyback that, that's even sort of a new thing. I remember there's a someone on Inside the NBA named Kenny Smith, and he grew up in New York, and he played basketball in the early 80s in North Carolina, and he went to like get breakfast. He's like, can I have a bagel? And no one knew what a bagel was. Hmm. They had like no idea. And now we're sitting here, you know, 40 years later, and you can get the amount of just range of foods options we have from different cultures is just amazing facts so yeah nice one tim <laughs> what about you sir um, i'm grateful for people that push other people to be better i have hired some workers and they're telling me things that i didn't even notice so for instance i'm wearing a positive truth shirt right now they know i'm doing the positive truth and they're like jp why don't you recycle 
I'm like, I do recycle, you know? Like, she's like, why don't you recycle this? You can recycle this, you can recycle this. There are tons of things out here that apparently are recyclable that I had no idea. Like plastics, apparently, if you put them all in bundles, you can recycle those. Bottles, I thought, no, I, I didn't think anything plastic was recyclable. And people are like, you should recycle this, you can recycle this, all the cardboard y'all use. So yeah, I appreciate that. Facts. So for my next positive news story, I'm gonna go from a 98 year old to change the course of history to the world's oldest ever organ donor. Name is Cecil Lockhart. And he became the world's oldest organ donor at 95 years old. He donated his liver and his family was like, he wanted to become an organ, organ donor after his son. Stanley lived, healed the lives of 75 people through a tissue donation that restored the sight of two others through a cornea donation that, like whenever he was younger. So his son gave back and he was like, I wanna do this to honor my son and to help out. He went in, everyone said he was too old for it. They did some research on it. They were like, let's give you some tests donated his liver, ended up saving a young lady's life because of it. 95 years old. Don't let anyone stop you. That's amazing, man. Shout out to him. He's lived a long, beautiful life, and yeah, that's awesome, man. Still give him back. What do you got, Tim? Man, so I have this really cool story about this dog. Starts off kind of scary. Um, Tilly is a Border Collie mix, if you guys want to wondering what kind of dog he was. Uh, Tilly was basically in this car, two years old, and they're on the highway with Tilly's on the highway with the family. Um, the family ended up getting into a car accident with another car, and Tilly was just launched out of the car. Everybody was okay, including Tilly. Tilly actually was scared from being ejected from the vehicle, and she took off running. Nobody was seriously injured or anything like that. So after the family recouped, they posted a Facebook flyer asking, you know, if anybody finds Tilly, please contact us. And, you know, some time went by, but this post finally reached a farm about a mile and a half from where the accident took place. And there were two brothers, Travis and Zane Potter, and they noticed something strange. They were like, you know what? This might be that dog that showed up randomly messing with our sheep. So one day their sheep was just randomly getting scared and there was some dog that was trying to, like, get them together. And they were, what is this dog doing? Where did he come from? It is what it is. He's not messing with them. He's just, you know, getting together. Um, <laughs> it was what it was. Basic animal instinct, herd sheep. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's literally what he went straight for to do is to herd the sheep. Um, but they actually received a phone call from their grandma, and she actually lives in Southern California. She found the post, and she sent it to Travis. And Travis was like, wait a minute. This is that dog. They end up getting a hold of the family and reunited Tilly back with them. I have a news article I'll share to our Facebook page so you guys can check out this video. Got to love dog stories with Tim. You know, I got him. <laughs> My last positive news story is about a young grandmother. When I say young, I mean young as in mentally young. Her name is Tawana Williams. She graduated high school for the first time this week, and she was named high school valedictorian. She has four grandchildren. She's been retired. She dropped out of school when she was 15 to get a job in order to help her mother pay bills after she, her parents got divorced. She has two kids of her own, and she's always telling them, you got to go to school, you got to get an education. Grandkids, her, kid, her own kids were like, you dropped out of high school, why we got to? So it was really hard for her to like do what I say, not what I do. She hated that. 
she would tell them like I was forced to be put in a position to go to work to help support a family since parents were getting divorced I had to pay the bills you don't have that excuse so you need to go to school she worked fast food restaurants factories hotels and hospitals for 40 years and she always says there's she always tell the kids like when I retire I'm gonna go back and get my education she applied for the Philly program went in crushed it got her high school diploma and now she's gonna go to college with her grandkids and get that college degree I mean, they shouldn't have said anything. Now they got to sit next to their grandma, <laughs> shadowing her for the next four years. Let's go. And she's like, it's never too late. I was always going to go back and do it. I have to be keep being a leader of my household, my family, and show them how important education is. Don't ever let age hold you back here on the Positive Truth Podcast. Take that, world. Before we get out of here, Tim, do you have a quote? You didn't come this far to only come this far. Shout out to grandma. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon, where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money, and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.